Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. And by this time tomorrow, we will or should know where we stand on NAFTA, or if we stand at all. Um, And it's pretty hard to undo all the spin right now. The liberals are optimistic, but of course, what else are they going to say? And there are many others who say we're in deep trouble. Um, and I and I get trade issues are not sexy. But out of any province in this country, we are the ones who have the most to lose here in Ontario. Our auto sector, uh, as you well know by now, is the backbone of the province. And, you know, it's, it's getting, I think, dangerously close to being trumped by these crippling tariffs. And, you know... Staggeringly, one in five jobs here rely on the auto sector. And I hope we get I hope we get the sort. I hope this is all just rhetoric. But even if it is, markets and business do not like uncertainty. And so if we don't get a deal tomorrow, I don't even know what that means. What provisions are going to be put into place? Will provisions be put into place? I don't know how long we can kind of dangle here because businesses are already saying, hey, like this, the uncertainty is really hitting our bottom line. We've got to get something done. Well, the prime minister called the premiers across the province or the country today. Premier Ford also was one of those on the conversation at 2.30, and he is in further meetings tonight. But what happened on that call? Did we, in fact, learn anything? Mr. Ford is not available. He's been pretty busy. But let's bring in Jim Wilson. He is the Minister of Economic Development, Job Creation and Trade. He joins us now to bring us up to speed with where we stand. Minister Wilson, how optimistic uh, are you, is the premier at this point, that we are going to get the deal that we need that is good for Ontario? Well, you always try and stay optimistic uh, in these things because, uh, you know, Ontario is open for business and uh, we want people to know that, uh, particularly Americans to know that uh, the NAFTA deal is extremely important to us, but it's also extremely important uh, to about 9 million Americans directly. If the if NAFTA wasn't in place and the U.S. president were to put uh, tariffs on our autos and auto parts, as he's threatening, uh, about 9 million Americans uh, overnight would lose their jobs and about a million Ontarians. So that's what uh, the premier has been doing. He's been calling uh, governors in the Great Lakes states and the eastern seaboard, about 29 states uh, that uh, we have a very close trade relationship with, and reminding them that, Yes, over the last 24 years that NAFTA's been in place, they haven't really had to think about Canada. Mm-hmm. But for 19 states, uh, Ontario is the number one trading partner for the merchandise that they export. And we're their number two customer for about nine or ten other states. So just reminding Americans and the president that our trading relationship is extremely important. It would devastate us if we lost free trade in the auto sector, but it would also hurt millions of Americans. And that's directly. There'll be millions more affected indirectly. And that's been our message when I went down to Washington to speak to the Commerce Committee uh, uh, last month, which was the first time a a subnational government was invited to do so. And that's because some people down the States, anyway, are starting to realize just how important the trade relationship is with Ontario and Canada. Right. I mean, but the reality is they can, you know, cushion a blow more so than we can. And Ontario's already been struggling. We just had 15 years where businesses have just been kind of struggling and, you know, feeling like they can't survive. So if, in fact, we don't get the deal we need, 
it will be simply devastating and and we will lose much more quickly yeah except in the auto sector alex we uh we we know that the price of cars would immediately go up on both sides of the border because we would retaliate so if if trump went ahead with without nafta and you know his threat is to put 25 percent on on cars and trucks and another 25 percent on auto parts people would start stop buying cars the next day on mm-hmm. both sides and that's where you get the one million job loss on our side and the nine million on that side it means our production would right. be cut from about two million vehicles a year to less than a million and people auto dealers would, would immediately not order cars so they wouldn't have them stuck in the lot because what practically happens if he were to do that is the average price of a car in ontario is about thirty five thousand dollars that car would go up between six and eight thousand dollars overnight and in the states by the same equivalent u.s dollars so you can see people would put off buying cars, which means they would sit on the lot and the mm-hmm. dealers wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't uh, order them. And auto parts would go up significantly, too, so people would put off repairs where they can. So it's, you're absolutely right. It's just so crucial. And I think we've been, you know, it's been a full court press between the premier and, and myself, the trade minister, doing our part to making sure that everyone we can get to in America understands that, uh, yeah, it will devastate us, but it will really devastate the American economy also. Yeah, and we understand that the Prime Minister uh, spoke with the Premiers all across the country today, and he did speak with Premier Ford. Do you know how that call went? Well, I understand uh, from the Premier's office that it was a a productive call. What does productive Uh, mean? Well, I think, I don't know, you know, you have a very good question, and certainly the question of the hour and the question of the next 24 hours is, can they get a deal done uh, by tomorrow, by tomorrow night. Um, I think they may get a deal in principle. That's all the one with Mexico is. The mm-hmm. details with Mexico are yet to be worked out. Um, but the president, because he wants to get this deal done, and, and, I, and we do too, uh, he wants to get the deal done before the presidential, uh, the new president takes over on December 1st in Mexico. Uh, currently, we're dealing with uh, the old regime and the new regime. And it's going very well. And, and Canada and Ontario's happy that there's a bilateral agreement in principle with with Mexico we need to do the same and we need to come up with an agreement that you know as everyone says is a win-win-win for all of us and I, I think we can uh, but I know that my marching orders and the premier's marching orders from our businesses I mean whether it's the auto sector which is so important to jobs and prosperity in Ontario or uh, today I was touring the tech center center and uh, mm-hmm. centers in the Waterloo and Kitchener um, absolutely top of their list everyone says get NAFTA done and we need to do that without, you know, in my case, I come from farm country, Central sure. County. We need to do that without throwing our farmers under under the bus. And so that's why we're all talking about preserving supply management as best we can also. Right. But there's a there's getting a deal and then there's getting a good deal. And I mean, you know, you can cook up a casserole using all sorts of leftovers and call it gourmet. But the bottom line is, um, you know, we cannot accept a bad deal uh, just to get a deal because inevitably it'll still hurt us. Yeah, I, I, I think I think everyone would agree that that you know a bad deal would just be a bad idea. But you know, for Ontario's part, we're sticking up for Ontario workers, and uh, we'll work with the federal government as long as uh, as long as they're moving in the right direction, and that is making sure we preserve and preserve the jobs we have in mm-hmm. Ontario and, and grow the jobs uh, in the future. And you know, it's it's um, it's too bad we're we're in this situation. Um, Mr. Trump's real, uh, President Trump's real targets were uh, China and Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, but he chose the route of uh, bringing us all in, his, his best friend and ally. Uh, Canada shouldn't even be in this position, but, you know, it is what it is. 
We're hoping for the best. We're all working very hard, and we're standing up for jobs in Ontario. Yeah, we're an easy punching bag, and uh, you know, it's easy to kick us and and show and make us an example. Um, you know, are there provisions in place though? And is this something the premier has discussed with you? Are there provisions in place? Should we not get a deal, and we all of a sudden see, you know, tariffs coming in? Yeah. So yes, we've war gamed it. Um, it's uh, there are things we can do. There are rebates at the border that the federal government has in place now. That's why, you know, the tariffs he did bring in that are in effect on aluminum and uh, steel mm-hmm. uh, haven't hurt us as badly because a lot of those tariffs are being rebated by the federal government at the border as they cross. So as parts cross, so we can only do that so long. Uh, if it was on autos, of course, it would be in the billions of dollars and. We would be able to sustain for a little while, but the best thing to do, do you, of course, is just to avoid that situation altogether. Look, we 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 are friends in the United States. Uh, the president is is doing what we're doing. He's sticking up for um, jobs for the for the U.S. worker. Um, we just hope our message is, hey, listen, uh, jobs to the U.S. worker depends drastically on uh, on, a, on a good trading relationship with your number one trading customer. Like, who's going to buy your stuff, Mr. President? And we don't have a good trading relationship. We're your number one trading customer. And uh, and we're your number one customer for autos. So the autos you make, we buy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we won't be doing that if you if you put tariff barriers in place and we can't afford your cars and you sure. can't afford our cars. Sure. The other issue is if we don't get a deal tomorrow and we still have bits and pieces, I mean, you well know, Economies don't like instability. Business does not like instability. And I just happen to have a hubby in the steel business, so I'm kind of surrounded by the conversations all the time. And yeah. the and the language that I hear, these businesses are already extremely, extremely worried. Yeah, I think everybody's everybody's worried, to be fair. And that's why what those businesses say to us is get a deal done. And we're you know, we're working very hard to do that, what ensuring that we stick up for our workers in Ontario. So we're not going to let a deal go through uh, uh, if uh, if it's bad for Ontario. I mean, that's just our bottom line. So we hear businesses, and uh, Ontario's open for business. That's our, our marching orders, my marching orders from the Premier. In order to do that, we need a good relationship with the U.S. So we've tried to be uh, friendly and fair mm-hmm. and to remind them that there's millions of jobs on each side that are dependent on a good trade relationship, that, that a free trade arrangement, an after arrangement between our countries, has produced millions of new jobs in the 24 years that it's been in place, jobs that would never never have been created without a free trade zone. Yeah. You know, and we're so interdependent with our, as you know, if your husband's in the steel business, the um, inter, 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 intertwined uh, supply chains between yeah. our two countries where an auto part will go back and forth up to seven times between the three borders, Mexico, U.S., and, U.S. and Canada, uh, and, and end up being assembled either in Mexico, U.S., or Canada, mm-hmm. but that part may make its way across, you know, seven times the different borders. And right now it does that tariff-free. If taxes were put on that as it went, we wouldn't be able to afford to build cars, and neither would the U.S., actually, because we yep. all depend on Mexico and their lower labor uh, rates uh, to help us build cars that we can afford. Yeah. And the other thing is, just I've got to let you go, but the other thing is, if in fact supply management is uh, is given up, I mean, if that's the one thing Trudeau has to give up, you yourself are going to have a bit more of a headache because he, you deal with, with the farmers here in Ontario that are part of uh, of that side of this negotiation. Yeah, absolutely. I have uh, I have a lot of really good dairy farms in my riding, and I would hate to see those families affected. Uh, supply management has been, a we think, a win-win, and we think actually... There are many farmers in the United States wish they had supply management, but 
you know, we'll work our way through this. Uh, we certainly, uh, we're, we're with Quebec and the other provinces, maritime provinces in particular, and Quebec, uh, that we don't want to see supply managed events given away. But I can see, I can see a road forward where we keep supply management in place, but allow a little more access to our mm-hmm. our dairy, milk, and you know, cheese products uh, to the U.S. That's what was agreed to um, in the TPP, the, the Trans-Pacific uh, Agreement that the U.S. pulled out of. So the U.S. already had an opportunity to put more cheese and, and milk product into into our country, and they actually pulled that opportunity away by pulling out of the Trans-Pacific Agreement. So, um, you know, it, there's a way forward if we look at an agreement that, that the U.S. used to be into. If we get them back to that position, that would be great. Yeah, well, let's hope for some good news and better times. I appreciate you joining us, Minister. All right, thanks, Alex. Take care. That is Minister Jim Wilson joining us, and uh, we'll get you... Any information, we'll, of course, have full coverage tomorrow of this. Because, again, Labor Day weekend, like the last weekend of the summer, and it's going to be the maybe one of the most important news nights in this country as to what happens with NAFTA. It'll tell you if you're having a good weekend or a craptacular weekend, depending on what your industry is. This is Global News Radio.